of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Das Mem Aleph. We left off on Das Mem Aleph, Amad Aleph, nine lines from the top of the Amad, beginning with the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, If an ox gored a man, and the man died, so as we learned many times together, Mu'ad, if the ox is already a Shoir Mu'ad, then the owner is Mishalim Kaifer, the owner has to pay Kaifer, as we learned in the previous daf, Machlekes Chachamim and Rabbi Shmuel Benoi Shal Rabbi Yechrem the Chachamim hold that Kaifer is the main Nizak, and Rabbi Shmuel holds it's the main Mazik. Vitam, but if the animal is still a Tam and it killed a person, the owner is exempt from paying Kaifer, meaning, according to the Stana, the Tam is exempt from paying even half of Kaifer. The Zevazem, however, both if the ox is a Muad or if the ox is a Tam, Chayovin Misa, the ox needs to be stoned. As it says in Parshas Mishpatim, Paydek Chaf Aleph. And I'm going to read out quickly the Psukim that we will use throughout the Sugyam, beginning with Pasik Chaf Ches and Pasik Chaf Tes. Pasik Chaf Ches speaks about a Shoir Tam, Vichiyigach Shoir Es Ish Oyasisha. Vomeis Sokoil Yisokil Hashoir, Vulo Ye Ochelas Besoroi, Ubal Hashoir Noki. So the ox in Pasik Chaf Ches is the ox that's a Tam, the ox gets killed. In Pasuk Chavtes, Ve'im Shoyer Nagachu Mitmoel Shol Shoyim. That's the holding of a Shoyer Muad, and the owners were warned. Vuhuad Biva Allah Velo Yishmerenu Ve'hemis Isha Yisa. So the Torah says Hashoyer Yisakel. Here also Muad, the animal is killed. Ve'gam Ba Allah Yumas. The owners also need to be put to death, and the Torah right away clarifies in Pasuk Lamed, Im Koyfar Yushas Olav, Venosim Pidyanat Shay Kechoyel Asher Yushas Olav. So here, Koyfar is only by Muad, but Skila is both if the animal is a Tam or a Muad. Continues the Mishnah, the Chain Bebein, the Chain Bebas, if the victim is a minor, a minor boy, a minor girl, nevertheless, the ox both has to get killed and if the ox is already a muad, then there's also the obligation of the gamba olav yumas, the im kaifer yushas olav, that you pay kaifer. Continues the Mishnah, nogach eved oyamam. If someone's ox gored a eved kanani or an ama kananis, says the Mishnah, noisin shloishim saloyim, that the owner of the ox has to pay to the owner of the eved or the ama 30. Shekel Kesev, and as we will learn in Mirza Shem and Dathman Beis, Shitas Rabbi Akiva, that this is only if the animal is a Mu'ad. In other words, if the animal is a Tam, you don't pay any of the, of the Shloishim Shkolem. And the din of Shloishim Shkolem is Bein Shuhu Yafemana, Regardless of the real value of the Ebed or Amma, if they're worth a hundred mana, you only pay thirty slayim. If the animal is only worth, if the Ebed or Amma were only worth one dinar, one sela, as we just learned recently, is four dinar. So we're speaking about a fourth of a sela, you always pay the same thirty shekel, again, if the ox is a mud.
Yes. No, not 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 in Pedik Chav Aleph, Pasuk Chav Ches, Pasuk Chav Tes, and Pasuk Lamed. Let's go on with the Gemara. Says the Gemara, "Vichim Achar the Mitam Kotlinen." A practical question that we also alluded to many times. Now the definition established, as it says explicitly in Pasuk Chav Ches, that speaking about a Shor Tam that has Sokol Yisokol Hashor, even when the animal is a Tam, is Muad Heicham Ashkaches Law. How can an ox? become a muad, to kill people, when the ox should have been killed already, the ox should have been stoned. Answers, the Gemara, Amar That the first answer is, is that we assessed that the intent of the ox was to kill other people. Let's read inside the first Rashi in the Gemara. Now, actually, in the first uh, two or three times, the ox did not succeed in killing the human being. Because, as Rashi says, But it was assessed that that if the people wouldn't have gotten away, then So Rabbi's opinion is, even if the ox did not de facto kill people, so there is no sokel yisokel hashor, since the ox attempted to, wanted to kill, would have succeeded if not for the people's you know, smartness of running away, such an ox eventually becomes a muad. Says the Gemara Ravashi, Omar Ravashi disagrees and he says that umdana, that assessment, lav, klumu, it has no validity. An animal only becomes a muad if it killed, not if it attended to kill. Hello. That the ox mortally wounded three people who later died. When it comes to the din of Sokol, Yusokil Hashar, the ox has to actually kill a person, which eventually happened. The reason why the ox wasn't stoned, because the, ox, the person didn't die yet. By the time the first and second victim died, there was a third victim. Now, just to give a quick parenthetical heads up, as we learned on the Mishnah in Daf Chav Gimel Amid Beis, when the Mishnah was speaking there about, you know, a muad and a muad reverting back to a tam, and we had there Machlekes in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda and Avmeir, and as we learned Pshat Rashi in the Gemara, Machlekes Abayi Verava, that according to Rashi, there's a Machlekes Amarayim, when exactly does an animal become a muad? And we'll see Rashi Lishitasa here in the Sugya that many times we're going to speak about the animal becoming a mud already on the third time. So that will be the case. It gored two people. They were mortally wounded. It, co- it gored a third person. The third person died. Then the other two died. Because the people died later. That's an ox. That's a mud that wasn't yet killed. Rabzvid gives another approach. Amar, Kigain, Shaharak, That the animal only killed animals. It didn't kill people. And Avzvid Lashitosai, as we learned on the Aflamad Zayin, that whole stomach have a muad. Right? If an animal is muad for one, he becomes automatically a muad for other things. So the Havamina here is, is that even if it's only a muad lebehema, it automatically becomes a muad laadam. Now, if an ox kills another animal, you don't put it to death. So here's a scenario where there wasn't a circle, you circle hashoid until it became a muad. Fred Gemari, even on Avzvid, that holds stomachabamuad, there in the Aflamad Zion, we learned about an animal becoming a muad, adam, adam has mazel, 
So it makes sense to say that if ox was such a wild ox that it overcame the mazel of a person and killed a person, have a mod But to say it in reverse, mod have a mod adam. So we don't accept that. Hello. Aside of the answer that we accepted from Ravashi, gives the Gemara another answer. That an ox killed three non-Jews, for which the ox is not put to death. However, now it killed a person. That's also not a good answer. Because it's not true. Just like the ox is not put to death, Likewise, if it then, after killing two or three, if it killed a Yid, it won't be a mort for a Yid. And we can say the same concept regarding the mazel, the neshama, the chayah, that a Yisrael has beyond the Nanju. So here also, you don't go from a lower to a higher. You don't go from something that's easier to kill to something that's harder to kill. So, Oh, that the animal previously killed three human yidin, that they were already very ill, called a trefa, for which the ox is not put to death, because gabra katala katal, because the person who's about to die anyways is not considered someone for whom the ox will be put to death. And then it killed a healthy person. So again the Gemara asks, umuat letrefa have Also not. A person who's very sick is someone easier for an ox to kill. That doesn't make the animal into a muat for killing a healthy person. And this is the answer that we always spoke out. That the katal agma that the ox killed. However, the ox ran away. It went into a swamp. swamp. So Bazdin was supposed to kill it, but it didn't. And again, the katal agma. And what's important, and this is important, is that the ox that killed the first time was taken to court. And there were already Adim that testified in the ox's presence, which is something that we'll learn later. And after Adim gave valid testimony, then the ox ran away. Now, the ox is not here to kill him. But Bezdin already knows from Adim halachically that the ox is an ox that kills people. And it happened again. And then, let's go again, Lashitas, Rava, in Rav Yehuda, Larashi, and Daf Chav Gimel Beis, then the ox killed a third time, now the ox is a mort. Rav Achabred Ravika Amar Kegoin, the final answer, that Shehuzimu Zoymimei Zoymimei. So the ox killed, like we spoke out, Adam testified that the ox is a killer. But before Bezin had a chance to kill the ox, the Adam that testified that they witnessed the ox killing became Zoymimei. Okay. Then the ox supposedly killed again and again there was a second group of witnesses and again to make things simple the same group that made the first one Zaymimim made the second one Zaymimim so now we don't Bezdin doesn't know if the ox is a killer or not actually we believe the Adam Zaymimim and then the ox killed for the third time and again Adam come and testify to the third time and Zaymimim come over here the same group and they say no, you were not there now these Zaymimim themselves became discredited. So now that they became discredited, so now retroactively, we believe the first group, the second group, and the third group. So now we have a scenario where we understand why the ox wasn't killed, but the ox became a mort. This is what we learned in the Afch of Dalid. According to the opinion that says that the point of is then if the concept of mort is that the ox has to be Not, they notified 
the owners that the ox gored, even if the ox needs to gore on three separate days, doesn't matter that the owner found out on the same day. But according to the Manda Amr that says that Muad means that the owner is the one that has to find out on different occasions that his ox gored. And even if they gored on different days, if the owner finds out on the same day, the ox is not yet considered a Muad. So Maimar Amar lay, let the owner tell Beisdin that lay have a Yodana. What do you mean that I only found out now that all three groups were saying the truth on the same day. The ax is not a muad yet. So the answer will be, even according to that opinion, yeah, the Omri that based in response to the owner of the ax, that the first witnesses that now we know are saying the truth, not only did they testify that your ox killed a person, that you were there. So you can only, the concept of which is the man can say I needed more time to realize that my ox is a killing ox and I have to guard it if I only found out about it today, it's Amaramuad yet in this case he knew about it because he was there when the ox killed. Bezdin didn't know that he knew about it until the Zoymimim themselves became discredited. But now that the Zoymimim became discredited, so now we believe all of the three groups of witnesses, so now we also know that he knew it over different periods of time, one day and the next day and the third day. So now the ox becomes a mut. Ravina Amar Ravina says, oh, here's the last answer, that the makirin ezbal hashoir ve'ein makirin ashashoir, that the Edim that testified that an ox killed, they did not know which ox was the ox that killed. And that's why the ox was not put to death. So, Frank the Gemara, if the Hu'ad Diva Olav never went on a specific ox, so how can the ox also become a Mu'ad? My Havalayla Mabud, what should have the owner done? He didn't know which, to guard, to, which ox to guard. So, answers the Gemara, no, that's not a good teretz. Vishum the Omri lay pays and tells the owner that Torah, Nagchana Islach Bevakrach, you know that one of your oxen that is in your herd is a goring ox. And therefore, you should have guarded your whole earth. If you didn't guard your whole earth, then you're held liable. You're held liable. Now, on the third time, we discovered which ox is the ox. Which is why, again, Hashoyri Yisakil. But even if we don't dis- discover on the third time. I have 2,000 oxen in its herd. Yep. And so there won't be. Yes. 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 Yep, the owner is a mu'ad. And if it kills, then Khaifer has to be paid. Now, continues the Mishnah, as we interpreted, as Rashi spoke out in the Mishnah, that both if the ox is a tam, or if the ox is a mu'ad, chayavin misa, the circle, your circle is independent of tam or mu'ad. Says the Gemara Tanu Rabbanan, Nimash, Mashenemar, circle, your circle, Ashoir, as we read out, Again, we're going to Pasha's Mishpat and Perik, Chof Aleph, Pasik, Chof Ches. The Torah says regarding the ox that's a tam, Sokol, Eli Sokol Hashoir. Then the Pasik continues, Veloi Ye Ochel Es Besoroi. And then it says, Ubal Hashoir Noki. So asks the Braisa, and we had this exact modern Kedushin, Eni Yoidea Shinavelehi. If the ox has to be stoned to death, so the ox becomes an avela. And the avela, we know, is asr ba'achilo. So asks the b'raisa, ma'atalmud lo'imid, why was there even a need for the Torah to say, lo'yeyochel as b'sarai? Of course you can't eat it. 
answers the Braisa Magid Lucha. Ah, that this verse comes to teach you Magid Lucha Kosov, Sheim Shechotoi Laacha Shenigmar Dinoi, that if after based in Paskin that the ox has to be put to death, then instead of the ox actually being stoned, the owner went ahead and he slaughtered the ox. Still, the ox cannot be eaten. Mm-hmm. Even though it takes the Pasuk out of its, the, 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 the shot flow, but that's what we do with the words. So the ox should be stoned. However, regardless, says the, says the Pasuk, even if it was Geshachtin, now, Amy Elabachila continues the Braisa, Bahanoam Minayin, Bahanoam means both if the ox was stoned, or even if it was slaughtered wrongfully, regardless, not only can you not eat it, you can't even have Hanoam. So that's the ending of Pasik Chavchez, Talmud Lamer, Ubal Hashoir Naki, that the owner of the ox is clean. My mashma that Naki means you can't have Hanoam. So the Gemara explains, Shimon ben Zayma says, It's like one telling the other, That person was cleaned out from what he owned. It's an expression in English as well. Naki means you're cleaned out because you can't have any benefit. If you can have benefit from the ox, then you're not cleaned out from that ox. Meaning you can't have any benefit from it. End of Raisa. Asks the Gemara, Umimai Dolo Yeyochil as Besore Lehecho de Shechotoi, Achar Shanig Mardinoi, Shosu Bachilo. Why are you reading the Pasik out of its literal flow? Why are you applying the Lo Yeyochil if the owner shechted it that you can't eat it? Ema, why don't you say the Hecho de Shechotoi, Achar Shanig Mardinoi, that perhaps if the owner wrongfully shechts it after the based in Paskin, Sokol Yusokol, maybe Shari Bachilo. When the Pasuk is saying these words, and the, cash, the question of the Braise is, we already know you can't eat Pesorim, because it says, It's to teach you that if the animal was stoned, So the Gemara says, no, you don't understand the meaning of the words, And we, heard, we learned this for the first time in Pesachim. That the words lo yeyachel in the Torah doesn't only mean don't eat. The words lo yeyachel or lo yeichal lo yseichlu means don't have benefit. So if the Torah only would have said sakal yisakal asher, you only would have known the axe is stoned. You can't eat it because that's an avela. The Torah says don't eat it, meaning don't have ano. That, that if the ox was stoned, the Asr Bahanohu, Kid Rabbi Abohu, and that's based on the teaching of Rabbi Abohu, the Amar Abohu, in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Kol Makim Shenemar Lo Yoichal, or if the Torah uses the words Lo Yisoichal, or if the Torah uses the words Lo Yisoichlu, Echad Achil Isur Achila, the Echad Isur Anoa B'Mashma, the words don't eat means, don't eat and don't benefit. At, she Yiparet L'Chachakasiv, only if the Torah later clarifies by specifying that I only mean don't eat it. Where do we find that the Torah says don't eat? And then the Torah adds words to clarify that eating only means not to eat. There it says, etc. Don't eat nevela. And then the Torah adds that like asher And then the Pasuk adds, which the Torah added those words to tell you that dear, like Erbin Asina, you can give it to a stranger that's living amongst you, or you can sell it to a guy. 
But without the Torah later saying that you can have Hana'ah, the default meaning of don't eat means don't eat and don't benefit. So leave the Pasek Kepshutai. And maybe if the owner shechted the ox, maybe the owner can even eat it. How do you know not? And... Maybe it's only Asur Bahana if you stoned it. And if you didn't stone it, you shechted it, maybe you can eat it and derive benefit. Answer Zigamara Amri Nisht. When do we say that whenever Hashem says don't eat, the words don't eat means don't eat and don't have benefit? That is, if we wouldn't have known to begin with that you can't eat it. Like Nevela, you don't know anything. So the trade is telling you don't eat it. And without Hashem adding the words, you can give it to the ger. Don't eating means don't eat and don't have a no. But whenever you already know that you can't eat something, and the trader says the words don't eat it, that doesn't make sense. If Hashem only wants to add the Isur Hana'ah, Hashem would say don't have Hana'ah. Why would Hashem use the words don't eat if you already know that? That's why the Loye Yeochalas is not referring to the Nevela of the stoned ox. It must be referring to the case where you shechted the ox. So, that's really Yerichal means both. Avalachi over here, since that the Isra of Achila is already known by the fact that the Torah says, Sakal Yisakel, Isakal Daitach. If here also, Rabbi Bohu would have said his rule, that Ha'iloye Yochelis Besori is only to teach you, it's only Isra Hanam, is Nichtev Lachman, Eloye Hanam, Gavaldik. So you can't say, will you already know Isra Achila? Hashem adds, Hashem teaches you, you can't have Hana'ah by using the words, Lo yeochel. Hashem would not do that. So, coming back, it means when you shechted it, Inami lo yeochel es So now we're back to the question, why does it say Lo yeochel? To teach you, Even if you made with this condemned meat, you, you acted with it as you act with normal meat. Lo besara, you treated it as basar, which means you shechted it. Nevertheless, asur. That's the meaning of the b'raisam. Maskavla marzutra asks marzutra, Ema, why don't we say hanemili, turning to dafmem ala from base, still not taking the pasik completely out of the literal flow. The pasik says the words, sakal yisakal hashoid. And then it says, Lo Why don't we interpret that where do we say that even if the animal was Gishachten, you still cannot eat it nor have Hanna'ah. That's only the Badak Tzoyr B'Shachad If you shechted it with a stone, meaning you examined the stone to make sure that there are no Pegimas on the stone, as we'll learn in Mirza Shem Chulin, all of the dinam of Shechita. So here, even though you shechted it, it's similar to stoning because the life of the ox was taken out, was elevated through a stone. The avdek ain't skila, but maybe abal hechad shachte v'sakin. Then loy, then maybe there won't be even an isra So Amri they answered, we never find such a differentiation between shechting it with this instrument or that instrument. Doesn't make sense to say that. Otu sakin ksiva be'araisa. The whole din of shechita. Is Bechla not written in the Torah? True in Parshas Re'e, there's a Pasuk that says, Vizovachta, etc., etc. Kasher Tzivisicha, from where we see that there is a Torah Shabal Peh, one of the sources, because there is nowhere in the Torah that we have a record 
of Shechita, but it says in the Torah, Shechtit, like I commanded you. And what did God command Moshe? So it says in the Mishnah, that Hashoichet, if a person shechts an animal, whether it is Bamagoyad, with a scythe, you know, a small type of utensil that you use to cut grass, or with a tzoyed, with a rock, or with a kana, with a reed. In all, it doesn't matter what the instrument is made out of. In all cases, so there's no difference. So it doesn't make a difference to say that the Isur, Achila, and Hana should only happen if the Shechita came through a tzoyed. If you shechted it, lo is coming to teach you that even if you shechted it, no matter with what, lo so now, asks the Gemara, one second, I agree, everything is accepted. Sakal Yisakal Asher, Taka doesn't teach you Yisr Hana. Lo Yehochelas Besorei is including a case where you shechted it. But now that you taught me that Abba Bohu, Lo Yehochel means, not only don't eat it, don't have Hana. Why did the Braises say that the Torah ends Pasuk Chavches with the words, Ubal Hashor Naki? To teach you Ka'adam, that is Nakim and Achasav Asr Hana'a. Who needs that? We know it from the Loye Yochel. Bahashka the Nafkali Isra Achilav Isra Hana'a, from the Miloye Yochel is Besaray. Baal Hashem Naki Lamalim. It would be completely illogical to say that when is Loye Yochel is Besaray Hana'a? When you shafted it. But if you stoned it, you could have Hana'a. Doesn't make sense. So answers the Gemara, no. Salkadai Techamino. That besoroi hu da asr bahana. Yes, from lo yeyachel, we know that you can't have, you can't eat it, and you can't have hana whether you stoned it, whether you shechted it. But what can you not have hana from? From es besoroi, which is gavaldik, from the meat. But avoloiroi, but maybe the hide nishtri bahana. Adarava, from the words es besoroi, you would think that oir is excluded from the isur hana. So Kamash Mulan Bal Hashir Naki, Bal Hashir Naki is telling you Asur Hana'a from that which you don't know yet, which is even from the height. However, says the Gemara, Ulahanach Tanoi, but according to the Tanoi, that we'll have Emir Tashem soon, even on the end of Dafmim Aleph, Ahmed Beis, the Mafkalei Lahai Ubal Hashir Naki Ludrash Achrina. We're going to have on Dafmim Aleph at the end, on Dafmim Beis, we're going to have a total of three Tanoim that are going to learn different dinim from the words here in Pasik Chavches, Ubal Hashar Naki. So they use it for something else, here in the brackets, in the squared brackets, Kedabi'in and Lameim, come on, as we'll see later soon in the Sugyam. Now that you told me that Lo Yeochel Es Besorei, even with the approach of Rabbi Abohu, Lo Yeochel means Achila and Hana'a, but you would only apply to Basar, Hana'as Oirei Minolohu, how will those three Tanaim know? You can't have Isur, you can't have Hana'a from the hide. Answers the Gemara, Nafkalohu, Mi Es, Mi Es Besorei, from the word Es. The word Es could be argued as always an extra word. Bereish is Baralikim, could have written Shamayim, Baaretz. Esa Shamayim, Esa Shamayim, the Esa Aretz. Esa is an extra word. And we use the S to tell you S Atafel Lipsari. That which is with its flesh. What is with the flesh of the animal? Gavaldik, Mamash Anet, the hide. So they learn it from the S. Very good. Omaninu Oiroi. Now, the high Tana, but our Tana that we just learned on Daphne, Malaf Amadalaf, that learns from Baal Hashar Naki to include Isur Hanna on the hide. 
Why didn't he learn it from the S? Because S, like Darish, he did not expound any S in the Torah, Kedatanya. Again, we learned this many times, that Shimon Ho'am Zaini, they used to expound and explain the meaning of every S in the Torah. What does it come to teach? Kivan Shigia, once they reached the Pasik in Devarim, Le'es Hashem Elikecha Tira, Pashas Bo'eschanon, that you should have awe from Hashem. S always adds something. Pedish, he stopped expounding the essence. Not only did Shimon Hoamsaini or Nechemi Hoamsaini stop expounding, he retroactively he retracted all of his other explanations. Because since nothing can come remotely close to Hashem, he found it blasphemous to add something to Es Hashem Alekechatira. Nothing can be added. So therefore he says, I made a mistake. None of my essence add anything. So Amrullah Talmida Abrebi. What do you mean? Because you have a problem with one S? What about all the other S? So he told him that Just like I was rewarded when I explained the meaning of the other S. Now that I retracted all of the meanings of S, I'm getting the same reward. It's better for me to say that the word S is never extra. In verses explaining them all and getting stuck and not knowing what S comes to add, what S by Hashem cannot add anything. However, says the Braisa, that's a machoikist tanoim, because Achuba Rabakiva, the Limeid S, Hashem, Alekechotiro, the Rabbis Talmide Chachomim, the Torah scholars are, you could say it's not blasphemous to add them to Hashem Alekechotiro, that having reverence from a Talmud Chacham is what the Torah means to include with the S. Michal, you know, Rabbi Kiva was Doirish Eshen. We had Rabbi Kiva's Doirish Hey. Rabbi Kiva was Doirish every tag and tag in the Torah. That was the greatness of Rabbi Kiva. He wasn't stuck here because he understood that the Talmud Chachem can be included in Es Hashem Very good. So now we had Brais. And as the Gemara just mentioned, that there are other Tanoim that use the words Baal Hashoir Naki to come and exclude something else. And why do they taka have to exclude something else? It's all based on Rabbi Abohu's explanation that lo yei means achila and hanoa. So we know from the, just from the circle circle asher, from that you only know you can't eat it. Nevela. But when the trader says that lo yei now you know you can't eat it and you can't have hanoa. And according to the other tanoim that they are doirish es, we even know that the oir, that the hide cannot be benefited from. So now we're back to what do we need? Ubala Sharnaki for. Now we're gonna start learning a series of rices. Mem Aleph Ahmed Bayes, a little bit towards the second Ahmed, the end of the of the of, of the Ahmed, of the second part of the Ahmed by the two dots. Says the Gemaratan When it says Ubal Hashirnaki, let's not translate the words Naki as cleaned out. Let's leave that for that for the Brais and on Mem Aleph Amadal. Here the word Shaki Naki means he's absolved from penalty. The Baal Hashoid is, is good. He doesn't have to um, pay or be punished. So Rabbi Ezer Oimer What does that mean? It means Naki Machatsi Koifer. Normally by Tam and Muad, the rule is Tam pays Chatsi Nezek. 
here we're not speaking about a shoyed that was negeach another shoyed. We're speaking about a shoyed that killed a person. And in Pasuk Chavtes, the Torah says, and Pasuk Lamid, the Torah introduces by a shoyed mu'ad to kill people. That there's an obligation to pay kaifer. So one might have thought, okay, if by mu'ad you pay kaifer, then by tam you pay chatsi kaifer. Which is why Pasuk Chavches that speaks about Tam concludes Obal Hashar Naki to tell you that he's Naki, you don't even pay half of the Kaifer. Kaifer only kicks in when the ox becomes a Mu'at. That's Rabbi Eliezer. Now it's amazing. Omra Loi Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva challenges Rabbi Eliezer. And he tells him, Why would you even need a Pasek to teach you that there was no Chatsi Koifer by Tam? Being that we also know from the Parsha of Tam and Muad that it isn't only that the Tam pays half. The Tam only pays the half of the damaging ox, here of the killing ox. And being that we just learned in Pasek Chav that Sokoil Yisokoil Hashoir and what is it? And, what, and you can't have any benefit from it. So exactly from what will the Chatsi Koifer be paid from? That's a great question. Bring the ox to the Beisdin. And take payment from the, from the stoned ox. And we just learned, Lekula Alma, that you can't have any benefit from the stoned ox. So there is no Gufay. So if there is no Gufay from the damaging or the murdering ox, so who even needs a Pasuk to exclude Chatsi Koifer? It's automatically known that you don't have to pay. What's going to be very amazing is as the sugya develops, is we'll see that Rabbi Kiva, which will expound Ubal Hashar Naki, for another limud, we'll learn that at the end of Dathman Beis Amadalif, really will have the same question on himself. We'll get to that later. But when Abeliezer used the words Baal Hashar Naki to exclude Nezek Chatsi Koifir, why would you even think otherwise? So Omar Loi Rabbi Eliezer, so Rabbi Eliezer tells Rabbi Kiva, Kachani is that is that what you think of me? Shadini Shachayev Misa. What you 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 thought that I haven't it didn't enter my mind your challenge? Did you even think that I was referring to a case where the Tom has to be put to death? In the case where the Tom has to be put to death, I know that there is no gufay from which to pay, not even a chatzi kaifer. Of course. You don't need to exclude it from the scenario that the ox is put to death. Ain dini ela. Now Rabbi Eliezer, let's call this Bryson number one, gave Rabbi Kiva two scenarios where the ox killed. Nevertheless, the ox will not be stoned to death. In such a case, you might have thought, okay, pechatzi koifer, megufoy. What will be the two cases that he gave in Bryson number one? Number one, he says, There's only one aid that testified that the ox killed a person. The ox is only sakal yusakal if there are two aidim. Or, or if the owner was the one that told Bazin, my ox killed. There, you have no aidim. In both of these cases, and there's no question about that, there is no din skila. There's no din skila. You would have thought, Pei Kaifer, Komash Mulan, Ubal, Hashoir Naki, that you're Naki from Chatsi Kaifer. Frek de Gemare, Alpi Baalim, one second. Why would you again even think that if he was the one that admitted that his ox killed, that there should be a Chiv of Chatsi Kaifer? We know that Chatsi Kaifer is in the category of Knas. Why is that really? And Daftes Vav, we had a Machloikas Amaroim. 
Rav Papa said, Chatzin is called, called Mamayna. But we're, our Gemara is going to the opinion that we heard from Rav Yechuna, Bereid Rav Yeshua, that Palga Nisko Kenasa, and there's a rule, Moide Biknas Potter. So if the person was Alpi Ba'alim, the question against Rabbi Eliezer, Moide Biknasu. Now, the Rishonim speak out that the Gemara also could have asked not only on the case of Alpi Ba'alim, Alpi Eidechot. We can only extract payment when one aid, you can't get payment if one aid, if one aid says you owe money, you don't have to pay anything. You can only get payment when you have two aid. The Gemara didn't ask it because this is an easier question to ask. But the same answer that will go with one will go for the other. But you have to add another detail. And maybe let's read inside the last Tresvus in the Amid. That Moide Biknasu, the Kaimalan, again, Tresvus clarifies that the question against Rabbi Yezid is based on us not accepting Shitas Rav Papa, that Palganisko Mamoina, because then you're not Moide Biknas, you're Moide Bamomin, but it's based, Tresvus says, Palganisko Kenasa, like we said, the Shita of Rav Huna, Bereid Rabbi Yeshua. Now, at Tresvus, a very important point. Venidom, Tahavi Matzrechol Mifrach, the Gemara really could have asked, Aed Echad, when one eight testifies, now what's the din, Chebre? When one eight says that you owe money, what is the din? You don't have to pay money. What, what do you have to do? Oh, you have to swear. And wherever you don't swear, the rule is wherever you have to swear, and you don't swear, you have to pay. But that's also not a cash. Because when do we say that if one eight testifies and you don't swear, you have to pay? That's only in the scenario that if you would have been moida to the aid, if you would have been moida, you would have had to pay. Here, back, based on the fact that even if you would admit, I know that my ox gored. Not only am I not swearing against the aid, yes, my ox killed a person. Since we are holding that even when you're moide, you'll be exempt. That's why the Gemara only mentioned the question from because this poses a question on both scenarios. So Akasha against Rabbi Eliezer, so we're in the middle of the first wide line, answers the Gemara. Now this is a Deichik answer, as we'll see in a moment, that Rabbi Yezer holds, since Kufra Kapara, and by the way, Kufra Kapara, Bein L'chachamim Demei Nizak, Bein L'Rabbi Yishmol Benoi, Shlorech Mabruka Demei Mazak, Kufra's Kapara, one would have thought that when it comes to atonement, people want to get atoned. So one would have thought that the person would want to pay the Chatzik Koifer. I want to get atonement. So that's why there is a need, according to Rabbi Yezer, to say, that there is no such a thing of paying half of the kaifer when the animal is a tam. Period. Now, we're going to call this Braisim number two. Same thing. Rabbi Yezer said that Baal Hashanaki is to teach you that you don't pay chatzinezik. Rabbi Kiva asked him, who needed a pasik? The whole chatzinezik only gets paid migufai. Sakal, you sakal hashar. Of course, there's no shar. And asr bahamna. So again, Amru, Amar Loi, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer tells Rabbi Akiva, again, Akiva, Kachani Benecha, Shedini Bezer Shechayiv Misa, you thought I don't know what you're saying. Ain Dini Ella, now here Rabbi Eliezer gives a much better answer. I'm saying better, not because I'm saying the Umar is going to accept this to be a better answer. And he tells him, it's the Mishavin La'adagas Abahema, Vahadagas Adam. If an animal intended to kill an animal, and it, instead of going into another animal, it killed a person, or if the animal, intended to kill a mitzri, here meaning a nanju, and it killed a Yisrael, or, sometimes this came from censorships, 
they, they couldn't write goy because or if the ox intended to kill a non-viable baby that was born without being gestated for nine full months that halachically the baby will not live anyway in all of these cases the ox is not sentenced to death the ox was only sentenced to death when it intended to kill a viable human being so again we know from to aid him that the ox killed now you don't have the cash anymore the ox is not stoned so again you would think oh you have the migufoy so maybe by time pay chatzi nezek pay chatzi koifer because by, by time you pay chatzi nezek so that's why Rabbi Yezir needed that there was never a payment of chatzi koifer now this answer was so much better than the first answer that the Gemara asks an interesting question hi Amar Beresha Bryson number one, Bryson number two, which was the one that Rabbi Eliezer responded first? This is a halacha lemaisa question. If he responded Bryson number two first, and then he added the two cases in Bryson number one, even though it's a doichik, because again, the kufra kapara, maybe you would think you pay half a kaifer, then Rabbi Eliezer is taka saying that I'll pay eidechod, or I'll pay haba'olim, then there's also a... Uh, we, there's a half a minute to, say, to think that the ox pays. If Rabbi Yezer said Bryson number two after he said Bryson number one, it means that Rabbi Yezer did not accept his own two scenarios on Bryson number one because of the question that we had against him. That might have been Potter. So Rabbi Yezer himself rejected those two answers, so he came with a third answer, which is that. So there's a machlekes samirayim. Rav Kahana Mishmei the says that that he said that Brisa number two first b'mischavan amaleberishon, which means that he also later gave another two scenarios. Rav Tavyume Mishmei the Rava Amar that Hamis that Hamis that he said Brisa number one first, and then he retracted from Brisa number two. Let's read inside the last Rashi in the Amid. Mischavan amaleberishon. The Rai Gedolehi. The Lai Vada Yitzrakra. Because you can refute again the, 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 the whole approach by asking that might be knas butter anyway. Like we spoke out from Toysus. Because the hotrebo inam. La fukimemoino. But feel like nami potter. If there's only one eid echod. Very good. So that will be the halacha lalaisa. If a person is moida, that his ox killed. When the ox is a mud, the ox is not put to death, do you have to pay? So if the b'raisa, the first b'raisa stands, then Rabbi Yezir is saying, yes, you have to pay. If Rabbi Yezir doesn't accept that you pay, unless you have two people telling you that the ox killed a person, then you don't have to pay. So which b'raisa did he say first? B'raisa number one, b'raisa. If he said b'raisa number one first, the reason why he said b'raisa number two is because he, he, he himself retracted the two cases of b'raisa number one. Or did he say number two and then he said number one? That's the Gemara explains. First he gave the answer of b'raisa number two, which is a better answer. And then he himself added b'raisa number one. And much of than this is compared to a fisherman. That fishes fish from the sea. That He finds big fish, he takes the big fish. And then if 
then, then Zutri, if he finds little fish, he takes small fish. So Rabbi Yezek gave various scenarios for which you will need Dubal Hashar Naki. Avad in the case of Mishavim, and even in the case of Alpi Atzmoy. Because really, Rabbi Yezer still holds it's not such a good answer that the wood, if not for the Ubal Hashar Naki, you would be high if to pay when it's Alpi Atzmoy. You would be high if to pay when it's Alpi Atzmoy. Because Kufras Kapara, people want to get atonement. We don't need to have two Adam to extract money from. That first he gave the first Braisa, and then he himself rejected it. And he will only hold that a Pasuk is needed by the second Braisa. And Mashal Atzayid, here we have an example of a fisherman, that went fishing, when he found small fish, he took it. And then if he finds big fish, here in the bucket there's not room for both, so which ones do you keep? You would rather the big fish. So you throw out the small fish. He throws away the little ones. The chocolate avri and he takes the big ones. Bottom line is, so far in Dafmem Aleph, Ubal Hashar Naki means, according to the Brayse we had on Amand Aleph, comes to teach you that Naki Menachasav, there's an Isur Hanna'a on this ox that killed a person. Even if the ox wasn't stoned to death, that's the Chiddush. Even if you shechted the ox, Bal cannot have any benefit from the ox. And now we began, we're going to call this now Rabbi Yezid, the, 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 the Bryce of Rabbi Yezid, Ubal Hashor Noki comes to teach you that by Tam, no matter when, even when the ox is not put to death, there is no payment of Chatsi, Koifer, Emir Tzashem to be continued.